hi, I'm Eleni Kasparis, a National Account Manager for Caterer.com, looking after recruitment consultancies. And today I'm pleased to be catching up with this dynamic duo. Um, so I've got Aidan Fraser from Korea Talents, and I've got Charlie Smith from the Hospitality Circle. Um, so these guys, we're, we're doing a little bit of a conversation around all things recruitment, looking at the future, looking at what's happened to small recruitment businesses and, and what they can do and their learnings from that. So, um, guys, I'll just hand it over to you just to introduce yourselves and just give the audience a bit of an idea of who you recruit for and what you recruit for. So, Aidan, I'll throw it back over to you first. Hi, Lenny. Thank you very much. Um, good to see you too, Charlie. My name's Aidan Fraser. Um, I started Career Talent two and a half years ago. We, we've, all, we've had a strong focus on chefs uh, and, and hospitality uh, in general. Our, our main area has really been London and high-end chefs within, within the city of London. Um, we do have exposure out into the Middle East, you know, we've lived and worked out there before and we, we have always regularly sent people out there for work as well. Before, before Corona, of course. So from the Middle East over to uh, Charlie in Bristol. <laughs> Hi. Um, so yeah, my name is Charlie Smith. Uh, I'm managing director of the Hospitality Circle, and um, I recruit mainly in the Rosette and Michelin star part of the industry. I cover all of the home counties, and uh, more recently um, Bristol. And my focus area um, is yes, any role um, Rosette Michelin star, but mainly working uh, with recruiting for chefs. Fantastic. Cool. Thank so um, how's it all been going in, in lockdown then, guys? What have you lot been doing? Blimey. Um, so, I mean, getting ready uh, for the future, but actually enjoying a bit of time to spend with my partner, which has been nice. Um, recruitment's a really busy game, so uh, usually it is uh, go, go, go. But at the moment, it's been... Um, you know, uh, losing a bit of weight, uh, exercising, um, keeping in touch with my clients as much as I can, and just generally preparing for it all. What about you, Aidan? We live very different lives, don't we, Charlie? I've put on a whole load of weight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to follow a lot of the recipes that, uh, you know, the guys I know have been posting. I've been trying to make sourdough, some successful, many not so much. Um, our lives are a little bit different because uh, we've got a young family in the house um, and so we've been doing some homeschooling when not keeping an eye on the business side of things and talking to clients and candidates and making sure that positivity is going out there. We've been homeschooling, we've been doing a lot of uh, plant foraging stuff on our hourly walks because we live out in the countryside. Just trying to keep ourselves busy and, and all of us at home trying to come to terms with the fact that instead of being out the house all the time, I'm now here a lot of the time and obviously the kids no longer going to school, they're, they're here with us. So I'd say it's been a little bit of getting to know each other in a whole different way. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. So you've said um, about planning, planning for the future. Like, I suppose March was a bit more oh my God, this has just happened, um, how are we going to get through this? And then the last few weeks have given the opportunity to be able to plan, although we don't know when the end is going to be in sight. So what have you guys been 
doing to to start planning Charlie, I mean, you, you've had some really good ideas you shared with myself and, and I know you've spoken to some other people. You, you've had some good ideas that have been really interesting. Yeah. I think, um, you know, plan, planning for the future, it's been, it's been a lot more looking at um, what I can do for my clients. So you're working a lot closer with them, being a lot more involved in their own business, not just the recruitment process. Um, a lot of social media support, any of my clients that are doing any sort of, um, you know, takeaways or any sort of online cocktail uh, training, I've been getting involved with that, you know, helping out where, as and when I can. Um, yeah, I've, it's been it's been busy, you know, racking my brains for different things that I can do to help, really. I think that's the benefit of both your business and mine. We're small enough that we can change, we can help people with different things mm. we can we've got that flexibility that if somebody yeah. says can you give us a bit of advice on this or do you know somebody that would be able to help us on that it's it's not a problem just to be able to say yep we'll we'll take care of that we'll help you out and yeah i think when when lockdowns lifted when the hospitality industry starts to come back i think businesses such as your, yourselves and, and mine will be an important part of that helping helping people rebuild. I don't I don't think that it's instantly going to be right, lockdown lifted, let's speak to um hospitality circle or career talent and get chefs in immediately. It's going to be the lead up to it. Who do we need to look at? What do we need to do? And it yeah. I, I think there's going to be lots of questions about lots of different things that people will come to us and we're in a good position to help. Can I just ask, I think um I mean I struggle to remember a time where we, we haven't been in a candidate-driven market. You know, we've always had too many jobs, not enough good good talent. Whereas now, we may find ourselves in a position where, especially chefs, you know, we've got some out there that we can really, really focus on getting the right people in the right places. So, from a candidate's side, have you got any recommendations that chefs should be doing now, or what you would be doing to work with chefs closer in the future? Oh, definitely. Yeah, you go first, Aiden. I think it's actually, please don't get this wrong, I don't think Corona is a good thing, but I do think that this time for people to stop, adjust and think about it, there's going to be those people that use this time and going back to to really think about what it is they want from their careers and their next job. I think everyone yeah. would agree that there's been for many years a lot of people that there's been people that job hop change around perhaps more often than some employers would want and i think going forwards people will think about what job do i want what suits me what's going what can i add to that next job you know when i when i'm applying when i'm going through the process when i'm there what do i want from it what can i deliver let's work with employers to make really make sure that the right person in the right role and they and they connect and both the employer and the chef get what they need to, to benefit themselves and i think that yeah. people should think about that more making sure that perhaps it's your commute perhaps it's your money perhaps it's the hours perhaps it's the food whatever it is identifying what it is that you want to do first get that right job yeah no i completely agree and like i've been having lots of conversations with clients recently not just candidates and it's when when everything is in full speed it's really hard to actually find the time 
to pull apart what you're trying to do. A lot of my clients have changed what they're now going to be planning to do. They've got back to what they initially wanted to achieve when they opened mm -hmm. their restaurant, not just, yeah. you know, following trends. And candidates, it's been, it's been beautiful, really, because speaking with a lot of the candidates at the moment, it's, it's like, right, let's, let's really get down to why you became a chef. And I don't ask that question straight away. I'll say, you know, what are you looking for? What's the five most important things? And then I'll ask them, why did you get down to being a chef? And a lot of the time, hardly any of those five points are even on there. So it's identifying, right. you know, where the passion came from to be in this industry, because this industry is run on passion. It's hard work. It's long hours. And it's identifying that. And it's been nice, actually, to some of the conversations I've had with candidates now compared to when it's 70 hours a week, go, 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 is so, and it's nice. It's actually quite refreshing to see. So it's just, it's been nice in some ways, but obviously. Have yeah, you used this time to remember why, you know, you do what you do as well, Charlie? Because for me, I mean, I've had, with lockdown, there has been times where I've got more time than I've ever had on my hands, you know, even with homeschooling yeah. and, um, you know, a couple of other little projects. There's a lot of time to sit and think and go through, why do I do this? Have you, have yeah. you done? Yeah, no, completely. Like, I, I remember, you know, I wanted, the service I wanted to provide, I wanted it to be a lot more personal. I wanted to really move away from the numbers game and move away from the, that sort of corporate element that recruitment has. Because, I mean, just the word itself, recruitment, is quite a... A frowned upon word when you when you someone talks about recruitment it's quite boring but if you talk to any of my clients it's very personal you know i know i know all about their business what they're trying to achieve and not just how many how much sales do we want to do and how many people do you want me to recruit it's you know it's taking it back to that human element that i wanted to provide for my clients and that influence i wanted to eventually put into the industry because for a long time recruitment has had this really old school system to it and i i think yeah. that's phasing out now and i want to be part of that trend so it's been nice to really go back and reiterate why i did it yeah definitely it's been nice the thing is you're never going to have this time again right you know when are we hopefully fingers crossed we, we, won't, have this, past guarantee, <laughs> we won't have this time again to sit and reflect on those things and um you know certainly i've found you know we've been able to do a lot of things that we've always talked about doing but just never had the time mm. to do it um but it's definitely one to be planning for the future and be prepared so um I know that you guys will, will stick to your bread and butter and do what you do best. And it's all about the value that you provide to your candidates and your clients. But is there anything new that you're trying to do or any campaigns that you've run or wanting to run going into the future? Um, yeah, I, after, after you, Charlie, go for it. Um, well, I think a lot of what I a lot of what I always try and do with my clients is I like to try and get ahead of the game. Um, now, I, and, you know, you have those rush periods, you know, let's say Christmas is around the corner, summer's around the corner. And I always say to my clients, look, don't let's not have a call at the end of November for Christmas staff. Let's get ahead of it. Let's start the process months before. And a lot of what I'm doing now is, is similar. Um, it's getting ready, you know, just being as prepared as you possibly can, because I I'm hoping and I and I, I honestly believe there'll be a boom. I think I think everyone I, the first thing I'm going to do is go and see my friends, celebrate yeah. 
you know, my birthday that was in lockdown, I'm going to go and celebrate that. We, you know, I'm going to go and have my anniversary with my girlfriend, you know, and I think everyone else is going to be the same. And I, you know, I want my clients to be ready. And it's a really good response I've had from my clients is, yeah, okay, let's just Skype interview people now. And, you know, oh, good. Good. yeah, yeah. So, you know, I've got people that have got offers out pending a trial, you know, um, so my clients are ready. If, if, if we can get back to things as it were, as and when that happens, they're going to be ready. And that stops people from making rush decisions and just hiring yeah. to like, oh my God, it's so busy or they found a cure. We need to open the doors. So it's, yeah, the campaigns I've been running is more current clients and potential ones, just getting them ready for the best case scenario. Um, because it's free, you know, until they decide to move on with it, it's free. So we may as well run these campaigns. What about you, Aiden? Gives you something to do as well, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, do, I do agree. I think that planning is, is important and, you know, people need to start thinking, you know, different contingencies, what's going to happen when lockdown's lifted and how they're going to approach it. Up to now, I've not, I've not really done too much because until we start to, you know, find out when dates might be and things like that, I... I suppose I've probably kept myself busy with some other side projects. Um, mm -hmm. I know that, I know there's a lot of people out there doing uh, a lot of good things, and you know, a lot of people are volunteering and and helping. You know, and guys in my company, um, Matt, that works with me, he's out there and he's cooking every day for the NHS. Um, Brilliant. Um, I've, well, in our house, I, I have asthma, and my partner's diabetic type one, so we've had to be really careful about going out and doing limited amounts of volunteering but i've later been making sure that uh, essential fruit and vegetable supplies are getting to people contactless deliveries things like that and making sure people are getting there them um i've used this time for some plans but uh, maybe i'm not the only one you know i, I had this idea I've, I've actually drawn out and i know what my ideal restaurant would look like down to uniforms outfits really? Everything, you know, and, and whether it comes off and whether we do it or not is completely separate. But I found it really valuable to put plans in place, but for something completely different. That's because Korea Talent, though, will be flexible. When our clients tell us that they've got their plans in place, that they know what they're doing, what do they need from us? We'll be there. We'll support them as we always have in the past. We'll do it in the future too. We'll support them when they tell us what they need, and when they need it, how they need it. We'll be there for them. We'll help because that's what myself, uh, I know Charlie are the same. Uh, and, and Lenny, you know, what you do for all of us um, recruiters is exactly the same. You, you clearly enjoy it. We want to we want to get back to whatever normal looks like. We oh, do, yeah. don't we? Do you think there will be any... Um changes in the trends you know we've all been in hospitality long enough to see um you know rise in certain sectors and uh, different cuisines and what people enjoy to do can you envision any changes coming out of this because i'm sure there's a lot of people out there that have used the time to design new concepts maybe so mm -hmm. what's your opinion on that uh, i mean i wouldn't go down uh, i'm uh, in the way of trends I'm not going to say different concepts, but as a generalization, I think there's going to be more love for the industry. I think people during this time, 
you know, the webinars where you've had, you know, you've had people come online like Corrigan and, and certain chefs and, you know, business owners, people are only really understanding now that the small profit margins that restaurants make and how hard they have to work to make that. And I think you're going to see a, a, a change in customers, mm -hmm. like, and especially how they are to hospitality workers. I think they're, the level of respect is going to go up. I think there's just generally going to be more love for the hospitality yeah. industry mm -hmm. because not only to understand how hard it is, but they miss it and miss we it, yeah. miss it, you know, and it's like when you next go to the pub, I don't think you're going to have people being short with waitresses and waiters. I don't think you're going to have people getting funny at the bar for a drink. I think they're going to go, I really appreciate what you do, actually. And yeah. um, I think that will move on to hospitality recruitment as well. I think people are going to go, yeah, you're, you're like us. You were hit exactly the same. And um, I think they're just going to be really grateful to, um, you know, have their local pub back, have their favourite restaurant reopen. I sure. think that's going to be a big part of it. Right, what are you missing, Aidan? Are you missing anything in your local area? <laughs> yeah, you know, I think, I think everyone's going to say that they're missing going out to eat and drink. And I think that, yeah, that they'll be miss, missing those things. I think in terms of trends, it's, it's going to be exciting. I think we will see obviously deliveries and takeaways are booming and that's going to be really interesting to see how people eat at home and whether that continues to be a surging growth area i think it probably will continue to be like that for a long a long time mm. i think eating out i think probably the days of being squashed into small intimate rooms might even if they say it's safe, I think that probably will be less popular going forwards. Yeah. But you know what? I think I think there's lots of other positives to come forward. You know, it's a really interesting trend that I hope that we see and that I'll really be supporting and, and getting behind anyone else that wants to, to push it is hospitality workers enjoying time away from work. You know, I know so many people that have got into whether it's foraging spending time with their families or d day drinking whatever it is that, that they've got into um i think it's important for people to have interest outside of work and i think sure. certainly a, a lot of chefs that i've worked with in the past you know 70 80 90 plus hours a week at work and now they've spent two months at home and thought wow i'm, I'm interested in health and fitness i'm interested in yeah. making up recipes Whatever it is, guys, I, make sure you keep a little bit of that going forwards. You know, if you found solace and enjoyment doing it in lockdown, keep it. You know, even if it's just 20 minutes exercise a day, keep it going forwards. Let's make that a trend. The positives that we can take from this. Yeah, nice. Brilliant. And then lastly, just before I wrap up, you know, it's my 30th birthday this year. Yeah. So oh, where goodness. are you guys taking oh, me? Not get. Hey. <laughs> where, where are you going? <laughs> Where are we celebrating when lockdown's finished? Oh, blimey. Back to the Ned, maybe, for a bit of nice Japanese chicken. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Let's oh. do that. Let's do that. Aiden, you in? Oh, I mean, I'm in. Can we do a tour, though? Can we do, like, a court? Can we do, like, a tour of London? Like, different pieces to yes. eat and drink across. We'll go from the Ned right down into Soho. Yeah. Oh. And round. What do you say? So, oh, let's create our own Monopoly board. Oh, yeah. of places eat yeah. and drink around london i'm here yeah. can that be an open invitation to hospitality in general anyone that wants to come along 
Yeah. I think we should do that. That is a fa fabulous idea. Well, Love. guys, thank you so much. It was really, no, really nice catching much. up. Pleasure. Good to um, see you both, all right? And, um, yeah, amazing. Take care. See you nice soon. Nice to right? see you. Good to catch up, guys. See you later. Bye. Bye-bye.